This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and here with me are my good friends, Peter Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And today we're going to talk about traveling with your dog. We've covered this before, but this is being recorded during the era of COVID, so we're going to add a few little things to it, change the discussion a little bit. But Peter and I just got back from a 2,000-mile RV trip with four dogs and four foster kittens. <laughs> four week old kittens. Four week old, <laughs> four, four week old foster kittens in the midst of weaning, which is why they went on the trip with us. They couldn't just be left at home. And that's a discussion into itself. <laughs> how, did they, how did they adjust to the traveling? They did absolutely fine. They were so good. The primary downfall, as far as I was concerned, and I think Petra was the same way, was weaning kittens litter box in an enclosed space of an RV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. lot of cleaning. Uh, it, I'm, I'm spraying getting, open windows. Yeah. Odors. Yeah. yeah. It's just a different yeah. smell when they're weaning. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> we'll be driving. And then uh, it'll be, which kitten did it? Which kitten did it? Which kitten did it? <laughs> And, of course, they were right behind the driver. So, um, oh, yeah. But, really, that's the only complaint I had about them. They were good kittens. We'd bring them out to play on the bed, and they'd bounce and oh, puff up their tail and arch their back and play. And They were absolutely adorable. But <laughs> the idea of weanling kittens, litter box, in an enclosed space probably wasn't our brightest idea. <laughs> we can say we've been there, done that. <laughs> And, and won't do it again. Um, <laughs> but we're going to talk a little bit about what we did to be safe on the trip up and back in regards to COVID. And we'll talk a little bit about what to do with your dog before you travel, i.e. identification, training, potty stops on the way. Yep. There's, there's a lot to talk about. Kate hasn't traveled with us much the last couple of years because her old boy... Walter, who has since passed away, rest in peace, was getting up there in years and traveling wasn't comfortable for him. Especially old dog who's blind and deaf, traveling with young, rowdy dogs who are much bigger and stronger than he was and can see and hear. But hopefully we'll get Kate traveling with us again. So, first, we made preparations to be safe on the trip in regards to COVID. I mean, probably the first thing we, we did, like, got a fast a box of masks. Masks. And put them right Disposal. near the door. Yep, disposal. So easy access. Every time we went out the door, we had them. And uh, gloves. And we had more <laughs> hand sanitizer <laughs> all over the RV than you could shake a stick at. <laughs> there was hand sanitizer here and here and here. <laughs> and Lysol wipes. And yeah, we were good to go. And we used it. And then the other thing, we carried everything we needed except gas. We didn't stop for food anywhere. We didn't do fast oh, food. No gas station stop junk food? No gas station junk food. No gas station bathroom. <laughs> That's probably the best thing, especially nowadays. Luckily, originally, I think most of the stops were closed. 
Right. And then they there was an recently, awful lot of them closed. The rest stops, but recently they had reopened. Probably a couple weeks or three before well, we, we went, went on our trip. I for think. those of you who were visualizing <laughs> our trip, we started in San Diego County, went north on I five through L A, all the way up and into Oregon, and then we uh, stopped in Eugene, Oregon. And on the I-5, about every other rest stop was closed. Mm -hmm. So there were rest stops open, but about They're every closed. other one was closed. Yeah. So crowded in an RV is nice to have your bathroom. Yeah. <clears throat> That's always been nice. It's always yeah. been wonderful. Yeah. And Coach, we really appreciate it these days. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Yeah, and brought our own food. All our own food. So the only food we did was leaving Sacramento. We'd stop at the Nugget Market for breakfast. <laughs> And eat it on on the way. Well, that's tradition. That's yes. tradition, and yes. they even they even did that different. They scoop up your servings and give you the clothes yes. box. But that made it nice carrying everything we needed. The only thing we needed to do was stop for gas. And oh my God, does Kevin get good gas mileage? Uh, we, Kevin is the RV. Is the RV. <laughs> <laughs> we we got gas in North San Diego County. We got gas in Sacramento. And we got gas in Eugene. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. And we weren't okay. even empty no. when we had to get gas. So that made things really nice. And in Oregon, they pump your gas. So. <laughs> yep. Um, first aid kit. So oh, we were yeah. travel. Make sure your first aid kit is up today. It was probably the first thing we did. We used it a couple times this time. Um, oh, Pepto. Oh, Pepto. And after one of... The adult dogs corrected one of the puppies. The puppy had a scrape in the ear. Oh, yeah. A neosporin. Yeah, that was about it. <clears throat> yeah, so make sure we have that for humans and for the dogs. You've set. heard me talk about that on other podcasts. I'm kind of obsessive-compulsive about the first aid kit. No. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> if you need it. <laughs> We're and talking close to blanket chest side, sides. Pretty much. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, and I even carried yeah. fluids with us this time <laughs> because, you know, the kittens. Right. So I had a bag of Ringer's lactate fluids. We're ready <laughs> for anything. I'd like to see her pull out an IV pole. <laughs> no, that's where you hang it from the cupboard <laughs> above. <laughs> yeah. And um, sub Q. I don't do IV. Then we always make sure we had plenty of towels, dog towels, besides people towels. Kitten you never towels. Know, you never know what yeah. we need towels for. X pens. We had X pens with us. Enough food for it. dogs and kittens so we didn't need to go shopping anywhere. And always plan on extra food just in case. You know, if you're going to go for four days, don't just bring food for four days. We had at least, if we, we thought about it. Because if we were, if we did get stuck in the fires, if yeah. we, high winds and we had to stop because I'm not driving that RV in high, extremely high winds, we would have extra food for us and yeah, the animals. Well, we the grapevine was ugly. <laughs> on the way back. It was great on the way there. Everything was, was pretty good. Smelled okay, smoke wait a minute. The, the trip up. We got to Sacramento in six hours. Anybody with, who's driven through L.A. knows how horrid L.A. We, I was driving L.A. like I normally do. I never went slower than 50 miles an hour. Going, Go through, going yeah. through L.A. in the morning. We made it through L.A. just And I mean, at first we weren't talking about it. We were going, I won't say a word. 
Because then they'll jinx, jinx it. Jinx it. Jinx it. it. By the time we hit the grapevine, we're looking at each other going, oh my God. How did we get here so quick? And we even at, try to go at like 3 a.m. to do it that we, way. And we left at 4. Which is what we always, we always do. Yeah. And we always hit traffic. Not this time. And actually, even coming home, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't We've bad done all. much, much worse coming home. All those people working at home. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody had told Petra yeah. that L.A. was much, much better. But we kind of didn't believe them. You can them. see the difference in the, in the air quality photos. Oh, yeah. That's true. Before the fires. Before, Before the fires. fires. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we were over-prepared, but... It's better to be over-prepared than not. Yeah. As far as preparing the dogs ahead of time, and we've mentioned it in other podcasts, but um, ID. Even if your dog's microchipped, put tags on him with the phone number where you're traveling. So whether it's your mobile phone or get a temporary ID that has, if somebody else is traveling with you, that has their number too, in case of an emergency. We've heard so many horror stories of somebody getting an accident and has the home phone number. I don't know how many people still have a landline, but have your cell phone number on the dog's As many cats. numbers as you can. Yeah. You can. My, oh, dog, tags. Yeah. my dogs have a two-sided ID tag, and my veterinarian laughs about it. She says, I've never seen this. Nobody else. On one side is my information and phone number, and on the other side is my veterinarian's information and phone number. The veterinary clinic, the veterinarian's name, the address of the vet clinic, and the number. Because I know if something happens to me and they call her, she'll take in my dogs and give them whatever care and worry about the bill afterwards. And I've had a lot of people comment on that. And then it's like beating a dead horse, but training. Yeah. Training. When we were up in Oregon, we saw coyote mm-hmm. right near our friend's property. We saw deer. Turkeys. Turkeys. She's had a skunk there previously. Yeah. Her dogs have been skunked. Not ours. Not ours, Not ours thankfully. And having a good, reliable off-leash come, oh my gosh. There's, mm-hmm. there's... And if you haven't trained for that, take a long line with you. Yes. We did some barn hunt fun training yeah. with the dogs, <laughs> which was fantastic. Oh my God. Bones went. That was fun. You want me to sniff this rat in the tube? Cool, I got this. <laughs> and so he was able to do it completely off leash once I showed him what I wanted him to do. Under the hay bales, through the tunnel, to the tube with the rat. There it is, Mom, there it is, there it is. And because he wasn't a resource guarder, I could tell him, thank you very much, good boy. All right, let's go. A couple of the dogs were a little more, I will kill the tube. <laughs> Except for Willow. She actually made friends with the two rats. So initially they introduced the rats. So the dogs had an idea of what they were smelling. And it was and in a little wire like, cage. They're usually like behind a wire cage away as far as it could from dogs. Well, no, there goes Willow up to the cage with her nose. And the two little ones came with their noses. They all were three they noses. They all were licking each other's noses. So I'm like, she made friends with the rats. So when we did the barn hunt, I'm like, come on, Willow, go find your friends. <laughs> Where are your friends? Do you like that? went to meet them at the wire they went to the back of the cage and went you've killed our cousins we know it 
but being able to work with them off leash was so much more fun than having to have them unleash your dragon leash. So even Seven and Willow, who are not even a year and a half yet, were able to work off leash. Yeah, pretty great. So training ahead of time is always great. Um, Oh, supplies. Always make sure you have extra supplies for your dog. Not just one leash, for example. In case you lose the leash, leash breaks. Leash breaks, yeah. Tra- right. We left it at the last stop. Tra- yeah, exactly. Tra- training collar if you need it. Um, seven works on a martingale, and it, on one day, Petra took seven with her. They were going on a hike, and I didn't go. I sat on the porch with my book and my <laughs> dog. <laughs> I enjoyed myself greatly while they went and, and hiked and came back going... <gasps> <laughs> But um, a stream that the girls were introduced to a stream clear water up there so mm, pretty. Anyway, they were introduced how to go. But she grabbed a Seven's Martingale collar just in case because she knows Petra well, but just in case Seven went, Ah, my mom's not here. I don't have to listen to you. Yeah. I guess Deb had her on the leash and initially she was kinda given Yeah. yeah. Given Deb some down. attitude. Yeah. You know, fine. teenage girl. <laughs> Yes, I know you. I've seen you before, but you've never been a boss of me. (laughs) And then the actual traveling. We do have a few rules for the dogs while we're traveling. Most of them are crated. How did the new crates do? Great. Custom My custom bag of crates are so nice. You know, and that's probably the biggest thing. First, you're in an RV, and it, it does move. I mean, you know, when we have to get up to use it, you're like, hey, hold on. And kind of Don't turn. Yourself. Don't stop, stop. <laughs> Give me warning. <laughs> but so it's nice to have first not have four dogs roaming freely, and the two girls love to play Don't want while we're driving. Um, so, yeah, we had them all in crates. Uh, they were comfortable. I mean, you uh, just open the doors, and they, they know which in. crate is theirs, and yeah. they go in and turn around and, and give them a few cookies and... That was it. They're like, okay, yeah. it, was, it was good. And then we would stop every, uh, what, three hours about. When we switched drivers, we'd stop. Yeah. Dogs would go out to the potty, and then we'd switch drivers. And again, re-COVID era, potty in acceptable areas, but we avoided all people. Although on the way up, we stopped at one of the rest stops, and all of a sudden I hear this big man's voice going, Liz! Across oh, yeah. the dog potty area. <laughs> It was, what? It, was, it was Tony and her dad, Ray. They were heading to the same oh, spot. We stopped at the same rest stop. We're, yeah, we're all going the same direction, but we knew they were ahead of us, we thought, at that But time. they turned out they were behind us. They were behind us, and we all stopped at the rest, same rest stop. Without coordination, just, yeah. you know. And they hadn't seen the girls since the girls were puppies, so they're at the rest stop on I-5 in... Where were we? Between Sacramento and Redding, yeah, somewhere up there, we were into the big tree country, but we hadn't hadn't gone over the mountains yet. So he went and got his daughter, who's the dog's breeder, and she came down, and everybody met and said hi in the middle of the rest stop, masked very nicely. We were wearing we're our masks wearing and our six masks. foot apart, and dogs on the leash. <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, Liz! across. <laughs> All right, well, before we go on, let's take a break for our sponsors. We'll be back in a minute. Hey there. So we have a new sponsor with an interesting, wonderful product. The product is called Daily Dose, and it's a dental treat for your puppy dog. So it's designed to help clean their teeth 
in the ingredients in it as well as the structure of it. But the added bit to this is that you can choose whether it's a dental treat that also supports skin health or a dental treat that does heart health or joint health or a dental treat that also is calming for your puppy dog. Developed by vets to be simple to use, simple and effective, one a day, and you can choose the additional benefits for your dog in addition to teeth health. For $3 off your order, visit yourpetsdailydose.com and use promo code DOGWORLD. One chew a day for a happier, healthier dog and a long life. Are you listening to this right now with a cell phone clenched between your teeth as you frantically flip pages on your paper calendars? Or are you a new breed of groomer, bred for speed and efficiency of movement? 123Pet software automates your communications, doing the reminding, confirming, thanking, and marketing for you. 123Pet centralizes your schedule, employees, clients, inventory, and more. 123Pet is the business management software you need. Start minding your business today. Visit 123PetSoftware.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. So, dog rules in while traveling, whether in an RV or in a car, because we've done a lot of traveling in cars, too. Dogs are either crated or in a specific place that's theirs, and they're not allowed to bounce around the car or the RV. Bones is the only one that had free run of the RV, and he was in one of two spots. He was back on the bed in the back, or he was on the middle bed where we had the kittens. And... Uh, He's eight years old now. He's an experienced traveler. He's very good. But everybody else was crated pretty much because they wanted to be as well as... Yeah, it's just the way they travel. Yeah. The rules, you know. Yeah. Also, I think having them well-behaved at rest stops is Oh, it was so wonderful. Yeah. Especially like on this trip, you had two, I had two. We each left the dog home with your aunt who didn't want to be home alone. Yeah. So she was thankful she had both of them. Yeah, Hero and Poncho stayed homes. And I chose Hero simply because he absolutely adores Petra's aunt and would move in with her and stay <laughs> with her if he could. And he came home after the week five pounds heavier. So I know why he loves her. You know, she's an Italian lady. <laughs> love of food is love. Oh, <laughs> And he's now losing that five pounds and is not happy. <laughs> but staying with her aunt made it worthwhile. But yeah, walking multiple dogs to go potty, it's much nicer when they're well behaved. And giving them a command to go potty is nice. Oh, yes. It's nice to be able to tell them to go potty and they do it. When, you when see people we, walk around with their dogs and they're walking and they're walking and they're walking. And it's like, when, it's nice to go out, go potty, they do it, go back in, head up. When it was 90-something degrees and smoky, it was nice to walk out, hit the dirt, say, go potty. Good, awesome, both of you, and go back to the RV. (laughs) Yeah. And there was a lot of checking the asphalt to make sure it was cool enough for them to walk on. Just the air for them, too. Oh, the air for them, yeah. 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 Um, Bowls. So we also, because when you were going to hit some hot areas, we also um, brought some crushed ice. We kept that in the freezer, so we had some bowls. And we put non-spillable some bowls. Yeah, non-spillable <laughs> bowls. Although, and each crate had some ice so they could crunch on it while we're driving. 
We had the AC on. I mean, we, especially once we hit the smoky areas, we had the generator and the AC on in the back of the RV, and their air was probably cleaner than ours was up front because I had the AC serviced and the filters cleaned before we left. Yeah, have you looked at the filter since then? <laughs> no, I probably should. I do that this week. probably don't want to. Yeah. And it, then, it ran almost the whole way up and the whole way back. Sure. And we brought two bones. Yeah. Since it was going to be a long trip, though, I had rawhide cheek, the cheek rolls to chew on. And a jar of peanut butter to doctor. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of anything else that yeah. we... What else yes. are you thinking about? For I know it's been a couple of years since, but you traveled with us lots before. Walter couldn't go. In your own water, you don't want to get different water. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we carried lots since we knew yeah. it was hot and Good we point. knew there were fires. We carried lots of water. Yeah. This was one of the first times we filled the water tank before we yeah. left. We so filled, we filled the water tank, but then we carried water bottled we water. We gave the dogs or us was the bottled water, yeah. the big gallons. We you don't want those. a dog with mommy's room as revenge. No, 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 nope. nope. no. It's bad enough having the kittens, yeah. right? Well, they didn't have mommy's in them. They their stools weren't <laughs> bad. It, it, it was just the fragrance. <laughs> their stools were fine. Yeah, when Liz, when we were getting ready to pack, and she walks in and had this can of air freshener, I'm like, "What's that for?" Oh yeah, we knew what that was for. <laughs> Oh, uh, spray bottle of nature's miracle. <laughs> oh, you forgot my traditional thing to bring. What? A uh, flashlight in my hat brim. Oh, actually, hat we, with the light in it. Actually, True. we had two of those in the junk drawer. We didn't. Good. No, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't need, need those. No. Yeah. No. Well, you don't have to search for your dog's poop like I do. No, uh, little dogs is much different. Yeah, and potty bags. Potty oh, bags. Yes. Oh my god, I think. Poor Kevin, the RV. Every time we've made a trip, we've brought in more potty bags, and we've never used them all up from the previous trip. So we have lots of potty we've bags. We've probably got three dozen rolls of potty bags in Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, it was like there's potty bags here, and there's potty bags here, and there's potty bags here. We have potty bags for the next five years. <laughs> can never have enough. No, no, too much. Yeah, yep. so. and always make sure you have them in your pocket when you step out of the RV. Yes. Well, train yeah. your dogs to wait at the door. Oh, yeah. yes, no dashing out the... Seven had learned that previously, and of course she's not allowed to dash at home, and she's not allowed to dash out of the car. But at one of our stops on the way up, so early in the trip, Petra stepped out first with her two dogs, and I let Seven out of her crate, hooked the leash up to her, and told her and Bones to wait as I stepped down, and Seven went, but my sister's out there, and dashed past me, but I had the leash. And there was a, oh, you will not, don't you dare, get back in the RV. And she looked positively shocked at me. And Bones was whistling, looking away, la-di-da, la-di-da. I didn't do that, I waited. <laughs> well, that's the thing, even if your dog waits at home, you got to practice. Because the RV's different, yeah. or on a road trip's different, even in the car. Yep. And um, let's see, what else? Well, while they rack their brains, let's hold on, take a break for our second sponsor, because we have two sponsors this podcast. So we'll be back in a minute. We have another sponsor for our podcast, Pet Treater. Pet Treater is a subscription gift box that you can sign up for, for your dogs and or your cats. 
and it gives you a chance to surprise them on a monthly basis with interactive toys, treats, and other things like the one we got came with a bandana. I recently received one for Willow. She loved it. She was so excited just me opening that box. The bison treats, especially in this box, she oh, really they liked. lost their mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They lost their mind. The nice thing about the box, too, is that it can be tailored to fit your pets. So if you've got a 50-pound dog, or you've got a cat, or you've got a dog and a cat, or if you're, one of your pets has allergies, the box can be tailored to them. And nowadays, right now, while we're filming this with COVID, most of us are spending a lot more time with our pets. But that doesn't mean you can't add something better to it. New toys, new treats, treats for training. And the subscription boxes vary. You can start as low as $15 a box. And then you, you and your pet can have fun opening it together and seeing what's in it. And then if you're obsessed with sharing photos of your pets, as I am, as you can tell all over Facebook, you can connect with other animal lovers on the Pet Treater site. So take a look at them. Go to PetTreater.com. And if you do it now, you can use the coupon code Doggy. Dog, D-O-G-G-Y, D-O-G, all one word. You use that coupon, you'll get 50% off on your first month of your subscription. So that's Pet Treater, P-E-T-T-R-E-A-T-E-R, PetTreater.com. Check them out. 50% off, that's a deal. There you go. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com And we're back. I think we've... Oh, you, Kate's you, got an idea. Take advantage of your cell phone, your smartphone, the, all the different apps you used. Yeah, you know, we did. Because yes. at one point we wanted to look for a rest stop. Mm. A rest area. Well, we wanted to change drivers, and we're like, okay, how much further do we need to go, or if we have, how further along is it? It's easier to stop at a rest, rest stop, stop with an RV than trying to find you to turn off and get back on the freeway. You, you can pull off anywhere a truck pulls off, but rest stops are easier. Much more convenient. So we did use and to know what that. the weather is and where the fires are. And yeah, the, we, we did use road that. closures. We used yes. um, the rest stop app to see which rest stops were open and which mm -hmm. were closed. Also, gas station, you used that one time. The gas stations, mm -hmm. weather, mm -hmm. the rest stops tracking the fires in California and tracking the fires in Oregon. Because on the way up, there was one fire that was west of I-5, but it had this little niggling part of the fire that was edging towards I-5. And we've had to do that on previous trips where we've had to detour. So while Petra was driving, I was looking up that one going, yeah, how close is it creeping? But they stopped it. So there was a lot of smoke, but that wasn't a danger to us. Well, the biggest one was the coming home Sacramento when they closed the freeway because of the fire. The one near the, the Sacramento airport. airport. So we get a text. From, from our friend where we spend the night in sacramento and she says you may have to look for an alternative place there's a fire South five is closed at the at the airport because there's a fire along the freeway we were thankfully she did that when we were a couple hours north Thank goodness. we were <laughs> we were looking up 
I was driving at the time, and Pedro was looking up alternative routes, and there were some. They'd have taken us out of our way, or alternative places to stop. And I'm watching the smoke in the distance increase southeast of where we were, and we're going, oh, how far is the airport, Petra? How far away is that? But thankfully, by the time we got down there, our friends who were traveling ahead of us, Tony and Ray, they texted us and said, I-5 is back open. Yeah. And yeah. so they were able to get through, and we were able to get through. But having that... But right down the freeway, it was you, all the fire trucks and the whole huge area just burnt. But no, no planes. They had put it out, but they were all still there. It was still smoking. Still yeah. And we didn't even, thankfully, didn't even hit any backup to it. Yeah. So, yeah. And on the way down in Oregon still, we saw the beginning of one of the big fires that destroyed oh, homes. wow. And that was the freakiest that part. Was, just did you started. see the pictures I posted on yeah. Facebook? Yeah. We were just heading, we'd gone past Medford, and we were coming to this little town called Ashland. Ashland, and... Emergency vehicles were passing us. You were driving at the time. I was driving, and it was windy. And, of course, you know, I'm just concentrating. I'm like, okay, Liz, here's another one coming. What's going on? And I'm just, like, keeping this thing steady because windy. And then I see off to the right the smoke, and it's a fire. Well, at first we thought maybe it was a truck. Right, we a truck we were fire. Far, we are kind of, like, around a bend. You couldn't see the fire. We thought with this wind, it could have been an RV, a truck. Something. You know, vehicle fire. Right. But then <laughs> you could see it. It was starting to go up trees. Mm -hmm. It was along a road. Starting to go up trees and then bushes, and it's blowing everything north. And some sparks had already started a little fire on the other side of the freeway. Jumped and I, the freeway. Yeah. It had already jumped the freeway. And I told Petra, I said, this one's going to be bad. This the one's going to so be bad. bad. We couldn't initially even see the fire or the flames because the smoke was so bad. It was like churning. But right as we the came up to it, when I took one of the pictures out of the passenger side, yeah, like, there it is. there's the flames. There's and it wasn't 10 minutes. I was following it online. It wasn't 10 minutes yep. that they closed I-5. We barely got Just through that. Through. Tail through there. Yeah. But I'm like, that's, hold on, we're going. <laughs> but that's the fire yeah, that dodge. went through Ashland, went through Trent. Got into Medford. Burned into Medford. Burned there homes. were 800-plus we homes burned. Plus 800-some RV parks. Apparently, there were a lot of retirement communities. So that little fire that we started was maybe an acre or two when and we first saw it. there was, was arson. Not out of control. Oh, an arson. Arson. From the final really? arson. Yeah. Arson. They arrested the guy. Arson. They caught him. But all those homes. And, you know, Medford's a nice-sized small city. It burned through those small towns, just burned through them, and into Medford. It was that was so it was freaky to see the start of the fire and know and because of the wind and we followed it and we're like oh my god it's at a thousand acres oh my god it's at 1200 now and it, yeah it's well friends back on the east coast were posting pictures of their air oh, oh the smoke is from, from, across the from oregon all the way yeah. across to pennsylvania yeah, yeah. oregon i mean here in California, we've had the bad fires, and I won't say we're used to it because now they're monster fires, but Oregon got hit really, really bad. Our friends were posting pictures of their air was, their skies were orange. 
I mean, the pictures yeah. were beautiful of the color, but awful of why they were yeah. orange. Yeah. Uh, photographer for two of my books was evacuated from her home in Ashland. Her home survived, but some of her friends did not. But she was evacuated. So just be prepared when you travel. And like Kate said, use your smartphone. There's apps for just about anything, and we use them constantly. Yeah. There's an app for that? There is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even your dog's information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. take photos. I mean, all of us dog lovers have photos of our dogs. But take photos of your dog's license. Take photos of your dog's shot records. Yeah. Take photos of his rabies. Rabies? Certificate? Yeah, have it. I mean, and we all have our phones. Yeah. So, anyway, so it was a good trip. It was smoky. Always excitement. Always yeah. something. We. <laughs> and Patrice picked out her, her new retirement place. Yes, she's decided that uh, the guest house on our friend's property is her. <laughs> yep. So please, if our friend listening, you know what to do. Once they get remodeled to her specifications. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. And I'll drive the RV up and visit once in a while. Well, Kate, it's about time you start traveling again. Yeah, you and I could go. <laughs> All right, on that note, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.